RTS podcast starts right now. Did you miss us? It's season four, episode 86 of the RTS podcast presented by GT Transport LLC live here from the DK Design Studios. It's Mark and Mike. What's up, Mark? Back in black. How you doing this afternoon? Back in black. <laughs> well, you know, it's what we normally wear. <laughs> Let's do it. Season four. That's crazy, man. The thing that it's season four. It is. You know, and, and that's kind of one of the changes that we're uh, that we're making here at RTS in uh, 2023 is uh, just for the the summer months. They get to be a little hectic, it's you busy. know. And so I think the game plan is is we're gonna kind of get things started around this time now you know just from the time being and then uh you know we'll try to run it through world finals with the outlaws in november but it, it might be a little more scarce in the fall time and the winter time you know we'll probably do like maybe a christmas episode or chili bowl episode you know just uh you know we've got lives outside of this and trying to do it as much as we can man it just it gets to be hard it's busy man busy schedule all summer like you said night school for you yeah What's going on? I mean, we, we all work full-time jobs, race full-time. It's uh, it's a lot of work out there this, during the summer. No, there definitely is, man. But, uh, hey, we're here. We're back. Uh, you know, I you know January, more night school. But uh, thankfully, I, I'm done with that. Forever? Forever. That's it? That is it. Uh, my apprenticeship uh, should conclude here at the end of June, which will be nice. So then I won't have to worry about that anymore. So that'll be convenient. So we'll just have to come up with a new excuse. Yeah, a new one. Yeah. But, uh, my, my, my dog, man, he's sick. He is sick. He was actually sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, man, I, th- I think we get it figured out. I mean, I think... I am Mike and will agree. We enjoy doing this. It, yeah, we it, do. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, we get to get out here and, you know, get all these awesome drivers in here and talk to them, you know, once in a while. You know, it's all based on their availability and everything. But then just with everything else that's going on in the racing world or, you know, what's going on with uh, Mike or I, you know, whether, you know, weekly race, you know, we get to chat about that. We get to get that out there. We get our opinions and all that stuff. And we have a good time with that. Fans get involved. You know, we do the mailbox Monday stuff and everything. It's just, it's a lot of fun for us. But, unfortunately it's not a full-time job for us no it's not we wish it was but it is not like he said and it's a blast man interviewing everybody doing what we do we got this new fancy table in here now some new boom so hopefully we sound a little bit better but this is gonna be uh season four is gonna be epic it's gonna be lights out really looking forward to it and cannot wait to see some of these people we have here in studio uh, well, a few things to touch on before we get in here tonight. No, no interview tonight. Nobody here. It's just Mike and I. You no. know, I mean, we thought about T Swizzle homie, but you know, I, I just, you know, she'd been like, oh yeah, I like the purple car. You right. Know, it's exactly. nice. It's a nice color. Well, um, technically, we got two washed up non wing racers in here. That's about it. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it. You know, I yeah. had my I had my one day under the sun. Uh, didn't go very well. No. Um. So we might just call that a career. Who yeah, knows? We're gonna shift right out of that. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you got this guy's got jokes. Yeah, uh, but uh, nobody in here tonight, so just kind of a catch-up episode. You know, a lot of stuff that's been going on in the off season. Uh, the UMS as uh, UMSS schedule is out. Yes, it is. Um, so we're gonna hit on that a little bit. Uh, the dirt season's already kicking off. You know, outlaws, all stars, late models. They've been running already for a week. Uh, the 500s coming up, so a lot to get to on the episode tonight. You know, just kind of a little bit of a banter back and forth between me and Mike. Get some opinions out there. We had a couple mailbox questions from a couple months ago that we never got around to, so I want to hit on that just because you know we don't want to leave our fans hanging. So we'll get to right. that towards the end of the episode. And uh, yeah, man. Other than that, a couple quick hitters. Uh, this weekend, this Saturday, the UMSS kickoff party at Rendezvous in Somerset. Man, Let's I'm looking go. forward to that. That's gonna be a good one. Yes. Uh, it was a great time last year. We got a ton of interviews. Those episodes were a hit. Blast. Uh, had a ton of fun with that. We're looking to do a lot more of the same this year. The RTS swear jar will be back. Yes, it will. So, um, yeah, it's drop as many fucks, shits, dams, uh, whatever, you know, it always goes to work to a good cause. It does. Uh, so I'll uh, be there for that. I think uh, trophies for uh, top five, both divisions, plus rookie of the years in both divisions. Yep, I saw that. So uh, that means that you should be taking two pieces of hardware home, Mike? Uh, just one. Just one? Yep. How so? Second and on wings. I thought you'd finished in the top five in the wing. No, I was sixth. Oh. Sixth and missed the race. So no big deal there, but yeah, second and on wings, <laughs> so... 
We'll see. It's do, always fun getting a trophy and dressing up and having fun. Do you want a participation ribbon? Uh, no, I would not. Maybe like an Iron Man plaque or something. Ooh, something maybe. cool. Yeah, you know that'd what be I mean? cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Sportsman of the Year is still available. I've yet to win it. I'm going on, I don't know, my 25th year of racing. So you never know. This could be the year. But when they get ready to announce it, man, I would just get ready. You know, knees are weak, arms are heavy, and just get ready to stand up. And they never call my name. So. A little bit of rendezvous pizza on your sweater, spaghetti. Oh, no, I'm not eating pizza. My heartburn has been inflamed lately. Done with the marinara. No more. I'm getting like something, something else. Tums, tum, tum, yeah. tums. Some omeprazole, some tums, some Rolaids, some chewables, something. Let's go. Pepto, whatever you need. I don't know about Pepto. Not a big pink fluid guy. <laughs> just, just hasn't been, you know, in my wheelhouse my whole life. Uh, looking forward to this weekend, seeing everybody again. We saw a lot of people at the Chili Bowl party that we had uh, back in the middle of January at uh, JJ's. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Picked up my first win of the year, so yes, got a nice did. handmade trophy from the Fast Factory. It's sitting on the fridge right now. It is. It's in the trophy case slash studio. So next to Mark's, um, what would you call that? Your fantasy NASCAR championship trophy over there? Well, actually, the fantasy NASCAR championship trophy has been relocated. I see that now. Um, I wanted to give you your little area. Yo, you know, because uh, the the studio is revamped. It is. Uh, it, we we made it more uh, fan friendly, more guest friendly, uh, more operator friendly. This is beautiful. It's a good setup you got going on here, Mark. So thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, so I wanted to give Mike a little bit of his own space. You know, he's got his little trophy over there, a little Hoosier neck band, uh, a replica of a modified that he drove probably 22 years ago. Exactly. I see you put the swear jar next to my station. I don't know if that has any meaning to it or not, but. Uh, it just looked good there. It's a beer mug. Um, <laughs> Weird. It's on top of the uh, <laughs> the RTS uh, fridge. Well, so that worked out good. But uh, yeah, no, thank you to everybody who came out to JJ's. That was uh, a lot of fun. Back in January for the Chili Bowl party. Uh, awesome deal. Fast Factory there doing the Hot Wheel races. Uh, that Mike just mentioned that he won. Uh, that was a ton of fun. People getting way into it, man. Like, people get mad. That was a lot of fun. But for the record, if anybody sees my car, it was stolen after the races. So <laughs> if you do come across that, I need that for next year to retain my championship. What do they call it? A PVB, PPV or whatever? Per, uh, you got to put out one of those for finding like a stolen vehicle or something? I don't know. I was just thinking Amber Alert on my Hot Wheel or something. <laughs> Jesus, that's a little too much. Hey, you never know. If Everybody should be notified. No, no, that's, I mean, they, they, they're coming for the Schneegel. They might be coming for the, uh, for the Hot Wheels car. No, very true. The Smithsonian's calling there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we kind of laid out the groundwork for RTS in 2023 and what we're thinking about doing. Uh, I think better time than not, uh, kind of lay out the groundwork for what Mike and I are doing this year. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Let's see what you got on your agenda for 2023, Mark. Well, I think a, a lot of people are already aware, but I haven't really said anything. And it's not like it's a formal announcement or nothing, but not just, yet. No, well, now it will be, but, uh, I won't be wrenching in 2023. Gonna hang them up. Gonna concentrate on the podcast. Uh, Taylor and I, my wife, we're going to be out at the track. Uh, we're going to be getting content. Uh, hopefully she's going to get to fire up the, the, uh, uh photo catcher. <laughs> The, whatever you call that the camera <laughs> the photo catcher uh getting some stuff back there in the pits uh we're looking into another uh, another piece of equipment to get some audio while we're out there and uh just be able to uh venture out uh you know we're still going to focus on the sprint cars you know that's our bread and butter but you know we want to uh go out there and uh get some content from the you know the other classes that are out there right and uh you know broaden our horizons a little bit and with uh me turning wrenches every night at cedar you know it kind of makes it really hard uh just because that is always been and uh has been my focal point when i am there just because um you know that's what uh it's what i like to do and it's i love doing it but uh for me to take the next step with the podcast i'm going to i'm going to hang them up and uh venture into uh media only media for uh 2023 and with that being said i just want to give a quick uh shout out to uh johnny and amy lure for uh the wonderful five years that i had doing everything with them uh you know a lot of road trips a lot of hotel rooms a lot of beer good times man it was a lot of fun uh thanks to david holman who was uh wrenching with me there too uh it, it was a lot of fun who i'm not saying i'm completely retired by any means you know i mean uh, you, you know if this thing epically fails you'll find me back there in 2024 Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the content we're going to get. Uh, look for the RTS Mobile Speedwagon out there at the track. 
No, I'm looking forward to it, man. I cannot wait to see what you got going on next year. The producing, like you said, the pictures, the camera, the media. It's going to be, uh, I don't know. It's going to be great, man. No, I'm looking forward to it, dude. Uh, so uh, some uh, tricks up your sleeve for 2023. What do you got going on? Uh, just going to do the wing deal again with the uh, factory Kirshner Motorsports team. So going to run the 61 full time and probably hit up some other shows here and there. See what goes on. You know, see how the schedule works out. And, and then, you know, bought a new uh, DRC for myself. What? So jump on that bandwagon and see what happens. So I've been putting that together over at the Lightspeed shop. and R.I.P. Schneegel. Yep. The Schneegel is going into the Smithsonian. So it'll be cool when that all that delivery and all that process goes down. <laughs> really looking forward to that. But no, putting the new car together, it's uh, definitely the nicest piece I've ever had. So just uh, just been doing it slow, steady, making it everything nice, the, you know, the best money can buy, basically. So we'll give it a full shot with a good car and a good motor this year. I mean, technically, I've been driving kind of some junk, you know, my whole life. So in the non-wing stuff. So we'll put a good car together and see what happens. I mean, we're right there. We run up front. We do good, win some races. So we put a good bullet underneath me. We'll see what happens. But I'm really looking forward to that. Probably just going to hit and miss, run some shows here and there. A lot of the traveling shows and whatnot. And probably won't do too much double duty at Cedar Lake. And, you know, if it's 110 degrees out, I don't need to be at the racetrack anymore. <laughs> Getting too old for that shit. I am. I've been doing this for 25 <laughs> years. So I want to race as much as the next guy. But if it's 110 degrees, I don't need to go to Cedar Lake and burn up tires. Because we all know how expensive that's going to be. Yeah, no. I mean, it's uh, probably more of the same this year and whatnot. But don't blame you. But, uh, no, you had a solid year last year within the 61 with the Kirchners and uh, I think you guys will have a better season this year. And then on top of that, when you're not in that ride or want to do some double duty or put the wings on uh, your new whip or not, or go non-wing racing, man, I'm excited to see. Yeah, so am I. I cannot wait. So just got to get a hold of DK, get some proofs done for the car and see what happens. But really looking forward to that wing deal with Jeff and Michelle. They're great people. So um, just, you know, hopefully just pick up some wins, have some stuff, have some great runs with them. And it uh, it's going to be a fun summer. They got a new newer Maxim and, He's working on getting the motors done right now, so hopefully, you know, we'll be ready for some practice sessions come early April and get that thing tuned in and just ready for a great summer. Heck yeah, man. No, sounds like a good plan. I'm excited to see how it goes for you. I know we'll we'll, we'll be here talking about it, so. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I uh, want to also, you mentioned of DK Designs, want to say thank you to DK Designs for the new logo. Yeah, haven't new, talked about that yet. New logo is popping, that is for sure. No, oh, man, it looks good. He killed it. He knocked it out of the park. So with that being said, uh, nothing nothing in, uh, nothing in, finalized yet, but we'll uh, be looking for some uh, new merch, maybe some new shirts, new hoodies. You know, got to get the new logo out there. Oh, can't wait, man. I am so ready for summer. Shorts, t-shirts, sunglasses. Let's go. Let's go racing. We are, uh, I mean, if you think about it, a uh, month and a half. I mean, tentatively, for open, a tentative opening date, beginning of April, month and a half. I'll tell you what, the weather keeps like this. We're going to be good, man. There ain't much frost in the ground. The snow is melting fast. Saw some grass out there today. I think uh, if the rain's not crazy, you know, come all them first couple weekends, we might be able to race or practice. So I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Let's go racing. We've been, uh, you know, the racing action has been hot and heavy already this last week. A lot of action across, uh, mainly down in Florida for the most part, uh, with uh, East Bay and Volusia hosting uh, races all last week and doing the much of the same this week. Um, like I said, we're here, uh, episode 86 presented by GT transport LLC here from the DK studios, uh, just sitting here watching the, uh, world of outlaw non-wing sp- Oh, sorry. I mean, USAC non-wing sprint cars. There we go. <laughs> uh, talk about a shit storm with that, man. Yeah. Bouncing back and forth between the streaming just sucks. I mean, I get it. I understand it, but we got to do something to figure it out because I shouldn't have to bounce back and forth from Florida dirt vision to watch races and. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully they can figure it out one day, but at least we're able to watch these races down in Florida and it really gets the itch to scratch. Oh yeah, no. I mean, the, the racing's been good and whatnot, but when all of a sudden you're like, we got the all-stars on right now, yes, which is on flow where they should be. Yeah. But USAC is running tonight and tomorrow as well. But they are on dirty vision. Yeah, it was kind of weird seeing Chase Rodman interview the USAC guy, but I'll tell you what, man, those guys do a great job. I just wish it would collaborate a little bit better. Yeah, no, I mean, I get what they're doing. Like, all the points right. races for USAC will be on flow from here on out. I mean, it's two non-point paying races. So, and Dirt Vision's been there all week. 
Yep. So might as well just roll with it, minus the couple all-star races they had earlier last week. But uh, I was just, when they made that announcement on social media, and they, uh, looking at something, people were pissed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's probably why they waited until a couple days ago, because a lot of people don't have Dirt Vision that watch Flow and USAC, so. Sometimes you gotta pay for both. You do, you gotta pay to play, that's how it's always been said. Yeah, man, I mean, you know what, just save up a couple bucks, you know, 150 or something for Flow, and then depending on what you want for Dirt Vision, I think you and me were talking about that the other night, I mean, Dirt Vision is expensive. Expensive. Yeah, I just renewed it. I think it was three fifteen. Oh. Then, then on top of the flow, I mean, it comes out to you know forty bucks a month, which is still cheap, regardless. You know, to watch all the best. I mean, you can watch every single series, basically race you can all summer. So I mean, it's definitely worth the money. And I mean, I don't know. I've been paying it for five years, so I ain't gonna change. So they got me <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. Oh man, they should let you at least write it off on taxes. I mean, five years at that price. I mean, what are we talking about? That's what almost probably almost two grand are you kidding me i'm a sprint car racer i write everything <laughs> off <laughs> well speak, oh. speaking of all the racing going on down there uh, the action was great last yeah. weekend all stars kicked it off i mean they were fighting the rain most of week but uh, uh watching the all-star races on monday well yeah monday and tuesday of last week i believe it was yes it was basically a glorified world outlaw feature <laughs> yeah although all the guys were there i mean night one brad sweet takes it down in a really good race where i thought gravel was gonna win but sometimes sitting third, second pays off, and they found that line through the middle, and Sweet went on to score the win, which was not surprising because the Big Cats, I mean, he's so good there, and that team is so focused. Very good race. And then night two, your boy Carson Macedo picks up the dub. Yes, sir. No, they said they were working on that half-mile package, and it looks like they got it figured out. And plus, the car looks way better. Black with some mm -hmm. green and white. That's a good-looking car this year. That's what they said, back in black this year. Yeah, Macedo was fast, though. And then, you know, he backed it up with the two outlaw nights that they got in running top 10 both nights. So Macedo's looking good. Gravel starts off the year with two wins, which is phenomenal for him. Mm -hmm. Could have been three. I think if the yellow doesn't fall right on the Tuesday All-Star show, but Gravel is fast right now. So, I mean, like you said, there wasn't much passing. He's drawing good, qualifying good, winning heat races. That's what you got to do to win these races. Absolutely. No, I agree. Hot start for Gravel. Uh, you know, I think, I mean, it's way too early in the season, but... I mean, if you're looking for a hot start, get the right, momentum the rolling. Oh, wait, you calling the shot right now? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I ain't calling Donnie shots, but... but Jesus. <laughs> no, he, he didn't have a great one. But that when he popped that wing up that second, the nose wing the second night, and he ran to the front shots, man, yeah. that was... I mean, he had Macedo pass before the wing actually broke and flipped up on the hood. So, oh yeah, I think Shots is back, and you know they got another car running a Ford motor too. Some more input this year. I mean, I think he's going to be just as good, if not better, than he was last year. But I don't know, man. Gravel's always been my guy, so it'd be cool to see uh, him dethrone uh, Sweet for his first championship. No, it would be good. Hopefully, it, hopefully, it comes down to it again, uh, like it did last season. Go, you know, going into World Finals. I mean, that's all we can hope for. Yeah, um, you 87 know, race schedule. If it comes down to the last race, I mean, that's perfect. No, no, absolutely. And you know, in, you know, a couple of years, it's usually one or two guys. I think, like we we talked about a number of times. I think Macedo would have been right there, but his his luck started kind of turning the wrong direction at Cedar Lake oh, yeah. for the July weekend when he wrecked on night two. But uh, yeah, man, I you know if you're looking for momentum, Gravel's got a hot start. You know, yes. you couldn't ask for anything more. They got a couple weeks off here, then they go back to Volusia. Uh, what'd you say for two, three nights it was? So they're going back for the two nights, and then Sunday will be the makeup for makeup the Saturday feature. that rained out to to um, solidify the big cater championship. So Gravel leads those points, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think he's going to be fast going back there. Three more features. We'll see what happens. But I think the surprise of the weekend was Buddy Kofoid running yeah. second at both Outlaw shows. Yep. No, that kid is... Uh He's doing good, man. He he did his time in the midget, and now he's got this wing ride. He was doing it part-time last year, and I think uh, watch out, world. Yeah, the kid is good. He's awesome. And like you said, he's disappointed to be running second, and he led some laps in that second feature. But that new team, new crew chief, his first time there, I mean, I think they're going to win some races, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Nope, I agree with you. And uh, I forgot to bring this up when you mentioned old uh, 10 time, but, uh, you know, his uh, uh, remarks after the heat race that knocked his wing off, you uh, say, yeah, whoop your ass, but can't do that in 2023. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really good. I mean, and that's how that's how it used to be. And that's how it should be sometimes, because some of these spoiled kids. I mean, they need to, they need to, you know, thank their mom, not Toyota. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you see that Jory's uh, rental was a Toyota when he went out to California? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I think he, I think he, I think he paid for it though. 
Right. Yep. So that's all that matters. Rented a Toyota like he said he never would. No, no. He went against his word, but, you know, it is what it is. Speak of the devil. I think he's out there, right? Not Jory, but... (laughs) Is that Coifoid out there right now? Yep. There he is. Yep. Yeah. Buddy also- and the other hot shoe, Ryan Timms on the yeah. outside pole, who I don't know, good looking car this year. They're they're gonna do a huge schedule on top of running for the USAC midget title. So mm-hmm. it'll be I think them are the two biggest up and coming kids. No, I agree, man. The, the future of sprint car racing on the national level is in uh, pretty good hands right now. couple years, it's going to be wild how many cars will be full-time on the Outlaws and High Limit and whatnot. Yeah, speaking of High Limits, man, we haven't really had a chance to talk about that either. Holy smokes. Talk about money up for grabs. R- racetracks that they're going to are going to put on hell of a show. It yeah. is going to be like those races, middle of the week. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better. No, $23,000 in between all the shows, minimum payout. You can go anywhere and run these races. It's just going to be awesome. Kyle Larson said he'll be at all the races. I think they're up to like seven full-time guys that are running all the races to run for that championship. Big paying events, cool racetracks, small racetracks. A lot of tracks that the Outlaws don't go to that they should be at because they're racy, awesome tracks. Just... Like you said, middle of the week, nothing going on, boom, high limits. It's just going to be great to watch. Yep, and it's going to draw, like you said, mass amount of cars. The money the money being put up is out of control, and it's it's going to produce great racing. And right. the way they kind of rework some things, it's going to allow some guys to show up that you might not have thought would show up. Yep, every guy's going to get four races. You know, if you're an outlaw regular, that you can go travel all the races. So we'll see what happens. You know, they're going to use two of them up at the million, so that gives them two other chances to race somewhere else. So it'll be interesting to see what races and, you know, the team's pick or whatnot. Like I see Craig Kinzer's at the all-star race, so he's using one up tonight. So it'll be interesting, and you know they're going to do some other crazy stuff with that high limits like they did last year with that bounty. So there'll be more money on the line for every driver. Absolutely, and you hit another one on the head there, Mike. Let's talk about the millie. Yeah, the million at Eldora, the weekend or the two days before the King's Royal. So Wednesday, Thursday will be the million. Friday, Saturday will be the King's Royal. Million bucks up for grabs who win for the sprint car. Over, under, and how many sprint cars do you think are going to be there? You know, there's usually not that many. And there was way more late models that showed up than everybody thought there were. They, they thought maybe they'd break 100. They got around 125, I think it was. So the sprint cars, I don't know. I think you're still going to get the main heavy hitters, but... King's World, you're only getting 50 cars, so I can't really see you getting that much more. But people might show up just to get that, you know, that photo at the end of the night that says you ran the million. So I think you can put that up a little bit. I think you might get some of these, like, regional 410 racers. You know, maybe some of these guys from, like, NOSA or maybe some regulars that run Knoxville. Um, I think you get more cars than you, than you would have for just a normal King's Royal and whatnot to pay. But you never know. A lot of people might want to just go there and watch it just to witness it as well. Yeah, very true. I mean, who knows the next time they're going to do this? Yeah, yeah I mean, might. it took 20 years to do a late model one the second time, but now it's a sprint car's chance. I mean, it, it all depends on how it goes, but I hope I hope it's consistent. You know, they do the late models next year, the sprint car's the following year. Yeah, flip-flop them or whatever. It may That'd be, be pretty cool. If flip-flop them or then, you know, with the way things have been going in the world today with how, you know, these big money races and whatnot, they see how this one goes this year and then flip-flop it back, late models, or however they're going to do it, and all of a sudden they're going to come out with that big announcement, you know, because you know how Tony likes to do things. Right. Oh, we're running both series, both running for a million dollars. That'd be pretty insane. Because then you got to think, you're going to have some guys that are going to double dip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Courtney ran the million last year. Shots ran it. Larson couldn't do it because of a wedding. There'll be, I think there'll be some double dippers. There might be some crazy late model guys getting in a sprint car. So just shooting outside the box. You never know. I mean, there's big money in line for sprint cars. Houston's going to 250 to win. Yeah. For the high bank nationals, I just saw Knoxville up their purse. It went from 150 to 185. Yep. Including a thousand dollars for every lap you lead, and that they also bumped up the starting pay from ten thousand to fifteen thousand for the feature. A lot of money on the line in 2023. Big time. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a good summer on the national level. Uh, UMSS wise, like we said, kickoff party coming up here next weekend. So make sure everybody's at that. We will be there getting interviews. So make sure we've only got one other microphone. We've downsized. We've only got three, one for me, one for Mike, one for you. If you want to come on the show next Sunday, just come up to me or Mark or Saturday, me or Mark, and we'll get you on the list. So we'd like to get an interview from basically every driver that's there. Fans, crew members, it don't matter. We'll give you, you know, we'll give you five, ten minutes. We'll talk about what's going on, your upcoming plans, whatnot. Let's just uh let's get some contact. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. No, it's gonna be fun, guys. Come up, catch us. We'll get everybody written down, get a nice order. Like we said, looking for 10, 15 minutes of content. We'll get that all put together. It's gonna to be a lot of fun. But yeah. on the UMSS side of things, 
All right. Well, as everybody knows, this sounds like old Cedar Lake Super Speedway Resort Spa Casino One Night Club will be your home track in 2023. So make sure you bring your bathing suit, uh, your pillow. Uh, let's see, enough money for a shake a day. Yeah. And uh, it, it could be a BYOB, so bring your own bring your own booze. What's standing out on this schedule right now that's not Cedar Lake-centric, wing or non-wing? Man, I'll tell you what. I really like the addition of Ashland. I don't think we've been back there since 20. 20- 18, I believe it was, and we only ran the non-wing, so I do like that track. I've only been there once, finished second, so I, I'm looking forward to going there with the wing car. Eagle Valley the night before, at least we could get an, a race you know, somewhat close to it, so I run good at Eagle Valley in the wing car in Ashland. I do like those additions. Those are going to be fun weekends. Uh, going back to Rice Lake for the first time in a very, very long time. Yeah, Rice Lake's a blast. I haven't been there. I think it was 2017 again, you know, something like that. Was it 2016 or 2017? Because last time I was there, uh, Rob won the race and one of the probably one of the best finishes I'd seen at that point in time. Was yeah. that against you? That was yeah, that was against me. That was 2015. No, we, we didn't go there in 16. I think they both rained out. We were there in 17 because I won in the non-wing and I ran fourth in the wing car back in 2017. Okay, well, looking forward to going back to Rice Lake, man. That's a fun. That's a fun joint out that way. That place is a blast. That'll be cool. And then uh, I think the big one. Uh, that uh, that got added to the schedule. Obviously, uh, but before we get to that, uh, two or no, we're only Ogilvy once. We were supposed to tentatively be there twice, but now it sounds like we're only going to be there once in the in uh, May. Mississippi Thunder, July fourteenth. Super cool track. I raced there back in twenty ten. That place is phenomenal. Um, just sucks that I won't be there because I'll be in Eldora for the million. Oh, that weekend. So. Oh. Kind of sucks, but you got your oh, tickets. Well. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah, I, I was not aware. <laughs> yeah, so no, there's not no wing racing going on that weekend. It sucks that I can't be there, but going to the million and Eldora, it might be the only time that they run the sprint car race. So I want to see it in person. No, it'll be good. Uh, I believe this will be this is going to be the first venture down there. Yeah, for the UMSS. So new track, get everybody down there, put on a hell of a show. You know, then uh, make this a regular thing, you know, a new track for us to go to, get away from Cedar Lake. You know, it's just one less date that we have to be at Cedar. Yeah. I mean, it, well, I mean, we should be a traveling series and it looks like we got some more races on tap. So it'll be it'll be fun to go there. I just wish there was another race closer down there. And it doesn't sound like there's not much, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Also looking forward to the North Dakota non-wing nationals again in September. Yeah, buddy. What they did out there last year was great. Yep. That's part two coming up in 2023. So it'll be fun to go back out there and, you know, go to the track for the second time and enjoy it. It was, it was a fun weekend. No, it'll be a lot of fun. I've talked to miles already. Same deal as last year. Uh, River cities on uh, Friday doubles Saturday, Sunday. So looking forward to that. And then uh, of course we got the record. Uh, legendary 100 weekend and then this is what i'm trying to figure out is this last september 30th arrive and drive and then are we racing like a full race program after that i believe so it looks like traditionals wings and i think it was b mods or supers and something else so yeah it looks like cedar lake trying to take advantage of already having you know the staff and the lights on so they want to put a race on and if you've ever been to the Rive and Drive, you know what the track looks like. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, you know, if we have any cars or motors or anything left or there's some tires available. But hopefully it rains that day. No. <laughs> so let's go, Mother Nature. Hey, man, it's like my one time to shine. Come on. Well, we can go to Grand Rapids, run on a Thursday. Hey, It'll yeah. be like a test and tune. I'm still working on the contract details of all that, all right? <laughs> Don't be giving away secrets. Yeah, let's shift gears. Stop. <laughs> I was only two. Uh, two shifters, one night. Settle down. Everything got fixed. Everything got replaced. Everybody squared up. Everything fine. Yeah. No, I mean, other than that, the two big races for me that I really look forward to is Thunder Hill. For the wings, I mean, that'll be a blast. It was last year, but it doesn't look like I'll be able to attend the non-wing races. It looks like there are some to-be-determined races that are in Iowa the same weekend. So mm. we're just going to schedule races on top of races. So I guess we're just going to spread the field thinner. Hey, man, pick and choose where you want to go. Yeah. Where you want to race. You want to race far away. You want to race close to home. You don't want to race at all. You pick your shoes. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, like I said before, Mother Nature cooperates and you know, we can have some fun this summer. No, it, there's a there's, just like you said, there's plenty of places to run. It's just a matter of where do you want to run? Yep. Rules wise for the UMSS, nothing's changed. 
No, pretty much same stuff. Uh, looks like uh, you can still run a sprint car with a sprint car body. And then if you want to, you can run a wing car with a wing body. So everything looks like it's the same. Looks like two-inch belts are allowed, which is good because I've only been running them for seven years. So uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, I guess. <laughs> we'll just see what happens. I don't know. It'll be it'll be a fun summer. No, if uh, yeah. So uh, the reason I brought that up is uh, the the UMS has posted those on their Facebook page. So if you want to go over there, get a copy of them, or just check them out. Make sure everything's in line. You got everything ready to go. Yep. Uh, just making it easier for yourself, making it easier for all the officials. Uh, just you know, just making it smooth, man. We want everybody to be safe out there. And, uh, you know, everybody having a good time. Uh, nobody needs to get hurt. So just make sure your belts, your helmet, your Hans, all that stuff. We saw what happened at the Chili Bowl. Just these things are dangerous, man. We just yep. want everybody to be out there. You know, we all know how to play nice and just need you to be safe at the same time. It's like you said, fire breathing sprint cars. Be careful. It'll bite. Rawr. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, man, locally, uh, go for midget series starting up. Yeah, go for midgets. Going to do some testing and tuning down at Thunder Hill Speedway this summer. So that should be interesting. It looks like there's more and more people interested. I've heard yeah. a couple people that have bought midgets. So yep. we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully it grows. I mean, it looks really cool. It's only an hour and a half away. I like the track. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's cool when you're two for two. Well, I mean, you won there in an on-wing. You won there in a wing. So now you got to go for that trifecta. Yeah, I mean, a midget ride would be pretty badass. I mean, I've also won there in, I think, stock light, stock medium, and stock heavy back in the day when I was a kid in the go-kart. So. All right, well, let's just fill the Christmas tree then. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, that's going to be fun, man. That was a cool announcement right before Chili Bowl and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think there's enough interest around here, uh, especially with some assistance from the Badger Mids, uh, Midget Series as well. Um, so I think, I think they could, uh, do some damage here this year with their exhibition races and get a good chance, get a, you know, get it out there, promote it and see how it goes. And 2024, I think is a year that they're really looking to really, uh, kick the tires on this thing. That's what it sounds like. So like you said, hopefully they can get some more cars. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see it. I'm sure it'll be broadcast live on MBTV. So yeah, yeah. Everything Matt Bull's doing over there with the Midget Series and his, and his new streaming site, it's going to be lights out. No, nah, man, it's going to be good. It sounds like, uh, you know, RTS is already involved with that deal as well. So I don't I don't know to what extent, but nice. uh, we are a uh, uh, participating uh, sponsor as that. Uh, so we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be keeping tabs on it, getting some content out there and try to head out there for a little Thursday night action, see what's going on there and see some local midget racing. I'm excited. I can't wait to see him on that track. Oh, it's going to be awesome, man. Anything else uh, on the dirt wise that we need to get to before we had to break? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, late models have been running, you know, around Florida the whole time. Like you said, Longhorn pretty much whoops some ass at Vado. And whatnot. I think they had 16 wins in a row, and now Rocket wow. Rocket takes over. Won the last five at East Space. So maybe it's an East Coast West Coast thing. It's doing really good. The late model races. I cannot believe the car count. Some of the paint schemes are freaking phenomenal, and just the different guys arising each night as the track change was. It was fun to watch and some good racing. East Bay wasn't like it normally was with the giant wide slide jobs, but put on some good racing. And I'll tell you what. Every year I become more and more of a bigger late model fan. And just because the racing's so good and it's so aero-dependent, them bodies, everything's just sick. Man, I know racing's racing, but I'm going to keep that clip in the vault. Which one? The, oh, every year, I do, a man. More I become a, a weed bottle fan. Yeah, I do, man. The garden sheds on wheels, man. They're getting prettier. Oh, man. You, 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 should, look in, you, should, you should look into tinning. Hey, they, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right. Fix some fenders and everything. Oh, you no, know what? Definitely, I don't want to work on a late model. I mean, I drove one once. You I wouldn't mind, mind doing it again, but I do like watching them. You just want to show up and drive it? Yeah, well, that would be fun. Ah, wouldn't. Gotcha. Makes sense. There. Right. I gotcha. One thing I did forget about Travis Pastrana. How could we not talk about that? Wow. Rally Cross picks up a Gator at Volusia Speedway Park in a modified Nitro Circus in the house. Pretty unbelievable. But I, I mean, I looked at the results, watched most of the race it wasn't a heavy hitter feature and it the way wasn't. they do the invert i mean it, it's luck of the draw like any night and uh he got lucky and he, he you know he took advantage of the opportunity and got a gator well okay i mean still you got a guy i don't know the extent of his dirt background which is probably next to nothing but you still got to learn how to drive these things you know it doesn't matter you still gotta learn how to drive it well he's in one of the best cars he's in a longhorn had Steve Arpin working on it. I mean, it doesn't get any better. When you're in the best equipment, you can definitely go to the front. 
Now it's just the exciting part. See what he can do in the Daytona 500 with 2311 racing. Ooh, yes. Very true. Very true. We are going to actually hit on that on the other side of the break, Mike. You're just getting a little too ahead of yourself. Sorry about that, sir. No, it's okay. I forgive you. You know, it's first time back in a little over a month. You know, it is. Get a little bit out of the groove. It's all right. But uh, yeah, hey, that's going to wrap it up here. Uh, part one of episode 86. You know the drill. We got to pay the bills. But on the other side of the break... Hey, it's uh, Speed Weeks Part 2. Uh, kind of kicked off last week. We hit on that. Now this week's going on. Uh, the, the big boys on the uh, with stock cars are going to head down to Daytona. Uh, qualifying on Wednesday night. Duels Thursday. And then all the action kicks off from there. We're going to talk about that and a few other things with the Asphalt guys here. On the other side of the break, it has been the RTS Podcast. This is the Redondo Ripper, Jory Hughes, and this is the RTS Podcast. Oh, hi there. Just watching a little World Outlaw non-Wingsburg car action. Getting it done. Live on Dirty Vision. Oh man, it's uh, we're back here, episode eighty six, presented by GT Transport LLC of this uh, little internet pod show thing called the RTS Podcast. Here from our little studio, sponsored by DK Designs. It's officially Speed Weeks for the NASCAR boys. I mean, if you can even call it that anymore, it's not even really a Speed Weeks. No, it's like a fast five days, basically. I thought you were talking about the new Fast and the Furious movie that's coming out. There's a new one? Yeah. Another one? Yeah, number 10. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No, I mean, they. they, one of the things about kicking off the NASCAR season was Speed Weeks, and they don't even do it anymore. No, not much testing or nothing. Just what, straight into qualifying Wednesday? Are they even testing before then? Nope. Really? No test, no practice, no nothing. Jump into qualifying, and that'll set the front row, and then it's on the duels on Thursday. And then I think they have, like, two practice sessions on Saturday, and that's about it. Damn, man, I miss the days when the duels were during the day. Take off work. We'd always go down to Jimmy's Pub there off County Road E. Oh, yeah? God, it was the best. Old Jimmy's, man. Have you been in there lately? No, I haven't been there. Man, it's been years. I was just in there not that long ago. That place is revamped. You wouldn't even recognize the inside. I do think you mentioned this. That's right. Yeah, no. Everything's still good. Service, food, drinks, all that stuff. They used to have the best chicken wings. Chicken wings. The best. Chicken wings. I went there for my 21st birthday. Wow. Yep. Long time ago. You remember that? Yeah. Got chicken wings and overserved. So, yeah, not much has changed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, we're going to talk a little NASCAR here on this portion of the show. Uh, Daytona 500 coming up on Sunday afternoon. You can catch all the action on Fox. We're not plugging that for no reason. We're not getting paid by Fox. No, we're not. I wish. A lot of unknowns going on this season, man. I mean, a few new drivers going in, some new teams, got a couple hot rookies coming in from the Xfinity series. Uh, a lot of storylines, a lot of unknowns. Uh, seven time coming back, running a part time schedule. There's some storylines with NASCAR this year. Yeah, pretty insane to see Jimmy Johnson back starting that team with Richard Petty. What's it called? The Legacy Club or the something? Legacy Motor Club. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. 84, the number he picked. I was surprised by that, but it makes sense afterwards. I don't think you're, what, if you're, what number would you have gone with? You can't take 48. No. So where would you go? You just flip-flop them. Yep. No, it's going to be good, man. I'm excited. I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is see what Ryan Priest can do in that Stuart Haas thing. Had a good showing at the Clash a couple weeks ago. He looked really good. I've always been a fan of him just because he's been a badass modified racer, finally getting a good shot with a good team. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. Well, the rumor with all that is that Tony Stewart did not want him in that car. That was Gene Haas that wanted him in that car. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Uh, Tony wanted to keep Cole Custer in there. And Gene Haas said, no, you want a Ryan Priest. And Ryan Priest was on that contract last year where he was a reserve driver, like their reserve sim driver right. with them last year. But uh, he's he's shown that he can drive, man. He did good when he was with uh, JTG back in the day. He did some good racing there when he was uh, part, uh, teammates with Ricky. Wreck it old, old wreck it Ricky. Yeah, I mean, now you put him in good equipment. It'll be interesting to see how he does, like I said. I think he's going to have a big year. I also think Tyler Reddick jumping over to 2311 race, and he's going to have another big year getting into a Toyota. Mm-hmm. If he could do what he did with them RCR cars, half, you know, now he's in way better equipment. It's going to be 
It's going to have a great time. Yeah, I think in, uh, on the other guy on the other end of that deal, Kyle Busch going from Gibbs to RCR, driving the number eight this year. Uh, just kind of seeing uh, how much uh, Team Chevy wants to put down for all that now, knowing when you got a guy of the caliber of a Kyle Busch coming over to RCR. Right. Um, I, they obviously shown what they're capable of. I mean, Austin Dillon, I think, looked a little more consistent last year, but obviously Tyler Reddick was the better driver. Yeah, hands down. Uh, but uh, you're talking about KB8. That's weird. KB8. It is, and it, they picked the worst font available for the eight. Man, the damn number's <laughs> ugly. Rest of the car looks good, but Austin Dillon and Bush both look good at the Clash. So it'll be yes. great to see what they do. They're going to work together. Uh, it's only going to make Austin Dillon even better. So yeah, we'll see Kyle Bush. He wins and everything, so he's going to win in this Chevy too. No, it's going to be fun to watch KB. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, he's going to come out uh, guns a-blazing with that uh, ugly-ass number eight uh, font Chevy that you have christened oh yeah 100 percent. so hands down who are you taking to win the daytona 500 on sunday that's uh that's a good question um obviously it's anybody's game anybody's technically a- anybody a rick Ware car could win okay let's not jinx it what? right here you get the announcers <laughs> jinx right here put your money on the rick Ware racing cars right i mean if you're thinking about it i mean so far recently i mean you look at austin Cendric, we had michael mcdowell in recent in the last couple years i think the trend continues where you kind of get one of those now you don't expect them to win but it's a super speedway deal so like i said anybody can win it i mean i think you're looking at the likes of a bubba wallace uh he runs good at daytona Um, I think the really crazy one would be a Corey LaJoy. He has definitely gotten, he's always been good on the super speedways, but yes, he's he getting has. some more backing. I think that that's uh team is going to be uh, a little bit more to deal with. I don't, I'm not saying they're making the playoffs or nothing, but I wouldn't be shocked if Corey LaJoy wins a super speedway race this year. That's very true. Um, I would, and this could just be my, me being biased. I, I, I think that Noah Gregson has a legit shot at any super speedway this year. He's a good super speedway racer. He proved it in them JR Motorsports cars last year. And then, oh, seven time, man. I, it don't matter. I mean, he's got to yeah, learn how to drive these true. new cup cars. But he's won a Daytona multiple times. Legacy, whatever you want to call it, Petty, GMS, Legacy. They've always fielded good super speedway cars. He's got to make the show, though. So it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, if I you, it's hard to pick one driver. Right. I mean, where where are you looking? I mean, I let's well for example in Nate's league, I took Tyler Reddick. You know, he was the best available driver. He runs good at the super speedways, jumping on with Toyota. I'm still waiting to make my pick. You haven't made your pick yet? You ain't gotten to me, huh? Weird, Nate. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I know your banker hours are tough, but let's uh, let's get the picks going, man. Yeah. We want to get that email out. Okay. No I don't know, man. I think Toyota. They're going to be strong. I mean. Always been a big Ryan Blaney fan. He runs so good there and just always comes up short. So maybe this is his year to break through. I mean, Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin, this you know, the standard Daytona five hundred cars that run up front. But it seems like none of them are ever there at the end. So I don't know. I mean, I would really like to see Reddick win. But I mean, like dark horse wise, I mean it could be Bubba Wallace or something. But I don't know. I'd probably say Eric Jones. Ooh, I like that pick. Eric Jones runs good on the super speedways. He'll be in the 43 car. He'll have Jimmy helping him push. So I'll take Jones. Right. right. I like that pick. I like that pick. I think I, my sentimental pick's probably Harvick. Yeah, Harvick's awesome. You know, I would, you know, guys going out on his terms, which these drivers should do. Right. Um, And he's getting the luxury of doing that. And um, I I really believe that uh, Stuart Haas didn't have the greatest of year last year. Not at all. Uh, Harvick struggled not towards uh, the late of the year. We picked up a couple wins. Chase Briscoe obviously had the early one making the playoffs and everything, but I think they're going to turn it around. I think they're getting some more backing from Ford and I can see Kevin Harvick, uh, making a run at this thing, not just the 500, but the season and all together. I think just because, you know, he's, I don't, I don't think it's going to be Jimmy Johnson esque. you know, how we saw Jimmy kind of fade. Right. Yeah. The last couple of years for Jimmy were terrible. No, I think. I think Harvick will still get some races and contend for a championship, you know, and work his way through the playoffs. Yeah, and he's already announced that he's going to the the, the Fox broadcasting booth next year as well, and he does a really good job on commentary. Yes, he does. He's great. And so now the question of the day is, I know we're ta- th- thinking way too far ahead, uh, does Stuart Haas Racing downsize? 
Do they put somebody else in the four? You've also got the likes of a potential Eric Almirola was supposed to be retired after last year. He's coming back. Yeah. So does he retire? So now you got two open rides. I think it depends on how Eric does. I mean, who knows? But yeah, I mean, it's two open slots there, two open seats. I mean, you can bring Cole Custer up. You can bring up the next new Ford guy. I mean, there's so much stuff that could happen. There's more people that are going to be retiring over the next two, three years. So there's going to be a lot of open rides. And the faces of NASCAR are definitely going to change. No, it definitely will. I mean, if you're talking about guys that ran when it was the Winston Cup, Harvick's the last one. Damn. Right on. It's kind of the end of an era. It is. You know, it's it's it's, it's a sad deal. I mean, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the era of racing I grew up with. Right, yeah. Times change and people move on and it's going to be, it's a new NASCAR, a new thing. I mean, there's concerts in between the clash. So Woo. it's, uh, it's wild. Black and What's yellow, going black on and yellow, black and yellow. Great song. Man, Wiz Khalifa <laughs> rocked it. Oh man. Yeah. Speaking of the clash, you know, Truex Jr. Horrible year last year. Misses Junk. the playoffs. Can't figure out the car. Toyota just not working with them at all. Comes out and class of the field, in my opinion. Yeah. And at the I clash. Think, well, the Joey Logano did it last year. Goes on to win the championship. So hopefully that sets the stage for him. I've always been a big Truex fan. His car is awesome. Orange, black. It's just, it's a good looking car. I don't know, man. I like, uh, he's a good person. I've been through a lot in his family and whatnot. So hopefully he can come out and have another great year. Yeah. I mean, and that's another driver that could be on the retirement block here at the right. end of the year. Who knows? So there, there's going to be a lot of moving things, but uh, Daytona 500 picks. I mean, you going with, you're putting it in with Jones. Yeah, I'll do Reddick and Jones is my dark horse. So Reddick is the number one pick. Jones is the dark horse. Yep. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Noah's the dark horse and I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm going to go with the closer. I think he closes it out. Final season gets his lot, gets another 500. That'd be pretty cool. I think that's, I think that's where I'm going to go. With I ain't going to complain about that. No, not at all, man. So, uh, other stuff with the NASCAR stuff, you know, I, I know, and this is another thing is people are like, man, you, you guys talk about NASCAR. What the fuck? Why you guys talk about NASCAR? It's what I grew up with. It's yep. how I got into racing. I know the sports changed a lot. I like talking about it. I like it better. I like the stages. I like the strategy. It's all better, in my opinion. So, uh, the uh, Chicago Street Course and Fourth of July weekend. That's going to be wild. Uh, hopefully, KB is uh, bringing his nine with him that he forgot was in his handbag when he went to Mexico. <laughs> did you hear about that? No. You didn't? No. Oh, man. So, I guess back in January, him and the old lady went on a vacay. Yeah. And he forgot that he had his uh, pistol in his uh, carry-on. Or whatever in That's his bag. Awesome. And uh, obviously they were taking a private jet or whatever and made it out of the country, but trying to get back into the country with it. And it's not like you can leave it there. It's registered to you. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they had to make a formal announcement about that. He had to pay a fine, which came out to be X amount of pesos and uh, <laughs> kept him out of five years in jail or something like that down in Mexico. So, wow. No, I didn't hear anything about that. Oh, yeah. Look it up. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chicago street course. Uh, first time NASCAR will be racing on a street course style of track. It's not a road course. It's a street course. It's going to be nuts, man. I'm just looking forward to seeing that. I've watched a lot of the IndyCar stuff on the street courses. So seeing the cup cars out there, it's going to be a sight to see. No, oh, it definitely will be. And that's another race that Jimmy Johnson has confirmed that he will be racing in as well. Nice. Uh, one final thing to touch on with the NASCAR stuff, Kyle Larson making his announcement that next year, not this year, next year will be doing the Memorial day double. He will be running the Indianapolis 500 and then hopping on the old jet might be Mr. Hendricks. Who knows? And heading to Charlotte to run the Coca-Cola 600, 1100 miles of racing in one day for young money. Kyle Larson, you'll be the first driver to attempt it since Kurt Busch did just a few years ago. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so glad this is happening. I wish it would have happened sooner when he was with Chip Ganassi. But now with Hendrick jumping in any car, I mean, they'll do the right thing. They'll do a bunch of testing and whatnot, get him fitted. I'm sure all the sim rig stuff. So he is going to be lights out. I can't wait to see him in an Indy car. And who knows? Could have a new track record. I don't know if I go <laughs> that far. I mean, the thing of it is, is that uh, the, uh, the partnership is coming together with uh, McLaren. Now, okay. McLaren, they're, uh, they're not the top tier when it comes to Indy, per se. Uh, so it's going to be interesting, but... I mean, if there's anybody that can do it, I mean, you're talking about probably the most talented driver in the world. Yeah, hands down. Um, I mean, world. I guess that's a kind of a that's a 
big nod. I mean, would you agree with that? I agree. He's definitely the best driver in the world. He can jump in anything, win in everything. And he's basically, I mean, he's done it. He's proved it. Every class he's gotten into, he's won. It's Kyle Larson, man. I got to believe, because he's going to have to time in. Yep. Young money. And I just, that's the one cool thing about the Indianapolis 500. It's like a two, it's like a whole month deal. Yeah. You know, with the testing and the qualifying, and they got like uh, carb day, and then they got the bump day. It's just suspectable. I love Memorial Day weekend. That's the best. Oh, I just love it, man. You wake up, Indy 500's on at 11. You've already probably had like a bloody liquidized vodka. Oh my gosh, stop it. Get the grill going. It's a work night. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the best, man. Memorial Day, Sunday. And it doesn't sound like we have a race this Sunday, so even better. Oh man, it's going to be Hey, we forgot about that too. All-star race for NASCAR. At North Wilkesboro. Yes, that's going to be nuts. The whole revive track deal that, uh, you know, Charlotte did, or the state of North Carolina dished out some money to all these local tracks to uh, help restore them. This is giving uh, Wilkesboro a chance to get back to being relevant. They held some races last summer there with like the late model tour and everything. And now they get the all-star race <laughs> this year for NASCAR. That'll be interesting. Oh, man, I'm looking for I I think with the way the trajectory of way NASCAR is going, you know, when the, the boom was happening, they were building these big mile and a half tracks that could seat all the cookie cutters. Yeah, you know, but they were immaculate tracks, mass grandstand seatings. We're just not they're not getting the ticket sales anymore. So I think you're going to I mean, I don't know how many of these still out there, but I mean, a Wilkesboro for sure. You know, I think if everything goes good, I mean, they're already talking auto club speedway on California two, you know, two mile track. It's getting yep. rebuilt down to a, a, um, a half mile. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that works out when that comes in. I, I mean, North Wilkesboro should sell out and it should oh, be an exciting race depending on the format, what they do. I mean, it could turn into something awesome. So, no, that it, there's a lot. It's going to be a fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Like, there is so much hype, whether it's on the dirt side or even with NASCAR, even Formula One has got a bunch of changes coming in. And that's going to be awesome to watch. IndyCar, I mean, it's going to be a fun summer of racing altogether, man. Dude, like I said, can't wait till summer. Shorts, race it, and sunglasses. Let's go. Let's do it, man. So a while back, before we went on our little hibernation spree, you know, we like to open the old uh, RTS mailbox. Well, we shut that bastard closed for the holidays. And guess what? We're going to reopen that bag old son of a bitch uh, next week. So look for that post. But we had some uh, questions that came through prior to that, and we never get a chance to hit on them. So, uh, you know, we want to touch on those and answer your questions because you guys took the time to ask them we should take the time to answer them right let's do it all right man well we got one that came in on instagram uh the day after christmas uh, you know that's a you know hey better late than never right right uh it came from max uh wasney and his question was dream racetrack to race on regardless of class or type of car man i don't know i think probably i mean it would i mean i've, I've ran it chili bowl in the shootout that's definitely my biggest race of the year that I like watching and seeing. I've been to a lot of, you know, pretty cool racetracks throughout my career and raced at a bunch and won at a bunch. I would ha probably have to say, I mean, Houston's was really cool. It'd be really cool to run there in a wing car. Man, I don't know. Maybe Peevely at I-55. That's a high-banked, fast track. That'd be pretty cool. We don't race on tracks that are really high-banked very often for, like, us around here. Mm -hmm. I'd probably say probably Houston's in a wing car, maybe a non-wing car or something. I don't know. That Waynesfield track's pretty cool. I know high limits going there this year. So I don't know. I really enjoy the small tracks, but I do really good on the big tracks. So it's kind of hypocritical, but some tracks like that are just super cool. And every time they're on, I just love to watch them. I, it's, it's an open book for me. I mean, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I could go anywhere. What do you uh, got? You got laps at Cedar and St. Croix, right? Yeah, no, not at St. Croix. Oh, you didn't do the arrive and drive there? Mm -mm. Okay. Nope, not at, so just Cedar Lake only, man. But, I mean, from a fan's point of view, I mean, I've always wanted to, you know, drive all of my life, you know. I think, I mean, I'm going to go outside the box. I mean, Bristol in a stock car for the night race. Be wild. That'd be sweet. I would do that. 500 laps around that joint, I would do it all day long. I mean, that's NASCAR side of things. Uh, I mean, midget chili bowl, obviously that would be the, probably the top one. Yeah. I know there's nothing more. There's nothing better than that experience there. Um, and I think driving a midget would be badass. That'd be fun. And then, uh, I mean, 
If you're going to hit all the historical ones, I mean, might as well. Knoxville in a 410 wing, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, you know, just getting to turn, just turning laps on these historical tracks. I mean, that though, that's probably what it is for me. Just saying, hey, I was there, I ran it, you know, kind of like what Jory was talking about when we had him in here a little while ago. Just saying, hey, I did it, I ran it, you know, I was there. Nope, I agree with you there. Uh, we had another one that came in uh, via Facebook a while back. It actually comes from our tech guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Matt. Matty tech guy. Ice. It's a two-parter. Part one. Driver Mike. Driver Mike. What's up? Would you feel comfortable having a crew member represent you to a track official slash race director? You know, honestly, I don't think that's the right play in my book because most of us drivers own most of the cars and most of us are the crew chiefs and, you know, most of us spend all the bill, all the money and write all the checks. So I think if somebody needs to be representative, it needs to be the driver or the co-owner because the crew members don't really know all of everything about what's going on. Some people show up and scrape mud and tighten lug nuts, check air pressure. Some other people know everything. So, no, I disagree with you. I think it should be the drivers and the one paying the bills. Second part of that question, crew chief Mark, would you feel comfortable representing your driver? I agree with Mike with this 110%. I, you know, if we're going back to when I was with Johnny, I don't own Johnny's car. It's not my property. Johnny is the driver. Yep. If, from my understanding is as soon as the car and the driver pull into the track and I'm with Johnny or just like Frank's with Mike. I am Johnny's responsibility, and Frank is Mike's responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel that me and Johnny are on the same page nine times out of ten, but right. it is not my responsibility to represent him. Now, if I own the car, just like you just said, I, my opinion probably matters a yep. little bit. Oh, yeah, th that it's a dual combo. It's the owner and driver. Yep. So, But if there's an issue or something, like, I... I here, because this is what this is what I would see happening, is say me and Johnny, or you know, just are on the same page about something. But then, if I'm going to represent him, the way I word it might not be how Johnny would word it, and there's going to be a miscommunication there. Yep, and that's just that's just not going to end up good. Right. So unless the person not driving the car is the owner of the vehicle, I don't think that crew members should not be representing a driver at all nope couldn't agree more with you so i mean as as much as i would like to butt in sometimes and give my two cents i can't you know it's not my place nope i yeah you said it nail on the head so uh yeah no i i wouldn't feel comfortable and uh mike would not feel comfortable either so that answers that question so the rts mailbox will reopen that next monday yeah we absolutely dude post anything just ask us questions we'll answer them in depth funny it doesn't matter joke riddles like matt does it doesn't matter let us know we'll give you our opinion answer yes and i forgot i did my screen went black but it came back up right as i got done saying that we did get a nice uh did get a nice deal from uh ryan buck he said great job with the new episodes guy episodes guys it's glad to hear that you guys are back and then we disappeared again so now we're back so hopefully ryan you're happy yep. <laughs> but uh, other than that man that's about it we got 87 on tap 87 what a number mark man that's that I, should we give you the episode i don't know man i wish we knew somebody oh fuck who the hell 87 is a rare number there aren't very many other people that have ran the 87 who car drives the 87 car reitzel could... used to drive the 87 i don't think he's gonna be available no he's yeah he's at east bay uh joe nemechek used to drive the 87 front row joe dude that was my nickname back when i could draw good but your name's not Joe? No, it's not. It was just front row draw, Mike. Is your middle name Joe? No. That doesn't work, then. No. No. I don't think Joe Nemechek's going to be available, either. No. I don't think we're going to be able to have anybody. No, probably not. I don't think it's going to work. No. So this is it. The end of RTS as you know it. 86, <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> oh, man. No. We got... Uh, I th I'm pretty sure we got somebody lined up uh, next uh, Monday. Perfect. It's going to come in here. We're going to talk a little racing. There's been, a, like I said, a ton of racing going on for the rest of this week. We got the 500. We just uh, kind of talked about a little bit. Looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, man. We're gonna we're gonna recap all that, and then uh, with that guest in studio, there will be some information that will be brought out to you guys for some upcoming races this Dude. summer. 
Breaking news this early in the season. Can't wait. Look forward to episode 87. Hit the sounder. I don't have it loaded for the breaking news sounder. That's not even close. That's freaking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so you guys will actually have already listened to an RTS and Orthodox episodes before you get to this episode. Right. <laughs> so just to kind of bounce off of that really quick, look for those. We're going to try to do those daily. And the title of the show goes with it. Yep. It's unorthodox, man. It, it, if we talk racing, great. If we don't, we don't. We're just going to bullshit. Let's do it. So a little something that me and Mike are going to do when our guests are here in studio, we're going to see if they want to rip a quick unorthodox episode with us as well. Yeah. You might even see T-Swizzle Homie hop in on an unorthodox episode. It's, it's big time these days. Mike get the cat, the dog, who knows? Let's hey, do it. Everybody in here, man. It's going to be fun. So uh, yeah, just uh, oh, you guys, by the time you listen to this, you've probably already listened to one or two potentially. So uh, stay on the lookout for that, man. And uh, other than that, hey, we're here. We're ready to go, ready for next week. So uh, stay tuned for 87. But before that, this is episode 86 presented by GT Transport LLC from the DK Design Studios. We got can't say thank you enough to all of you guys and all of our sponsors for helping us out each and every week. Yeah, thanks a lot. Beat those buttons. Like I said, everything you do helps us. We really appreciate it. Like, share, follow, and subscribe. Absolutely. RTS Podcast or RTS Podcast MN on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us there. Find us on all of your uh, podcast platforms or your favorite podcast app today. Episode 86 in the books. See ya. See ya.